Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This morning, panic on a New York subway. A gunman in a gas mask opens fire. Passengers run for their lives. Prime Minister Scott Morrison heckled again. You're a disgrace! You are a disgrace! A Labor supporter confronts the Prime Minister at a private event. Getaways across the Tasman, quarantine-free travel to New Zealand is back. The push to ditch masks in the classroom when school returns. And job opening, AFL boss Gil McLaughlin is stepping down. This is 7 News with Sally Bowery. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A gunman has opened fire on a subway train in New York City, injuring at least 16 people. A smoke canister set off during the shooting caused panic and mayhem as passengers ran for their lives. Five of the victims are in a critical condition. A citywide manhunt is underway. Let's go to our US Bureau Chief, Ash Mullaney, this morning. Ash, police are appealing for help to track down the suspect. Sal, good morning. A desperate manhunt underway right now after this horror shooting at peak hour, just before 8.30am when this gunman unleashed a gas canister and then opened fire on commuters. They have told of the chaos on those trains, uh, as they tried to, tried to move between one carriage to another and the doors uh, were locked at the time. The pictures are confronting. They show injured passengers on the train that then were spilling out onto the platform at 36th Street where the train eventually stopped. The gunman was able to escape in the chaos, so police have focused their attention or their search on those railway tracks. That sense of tranquility and normalness was disrupted, brutally disrupted by an individual so cold-hearted and depraved of no caring about the individuals that they assaulted as they simply went about their daily lives. Police are going door-to-door in Brooklyn right now, speaking to shopkeepers and locals to see if they have any information. They've described the suspect as a black man, uh, about 167 centimetres tall. He was wearing uh, what appeared to be a green construction vest at the time. And new reporting in the last hour suggests that uh, law enforcement officials actually recovered more magazines from the site uh, and believe that the suspect's gun had jammed. So that the thinking is... That he perhaps was looking to cause even more damage than this, Sal. 
All right, thank you very much. Ash Mullaney there with that breaking news this morning. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has been heckled by a young Labor supporter on day two of his election campaign. The incident captured on video. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning to you, Taylor. Now, this happened at a private function. That's right, Sally. Good morning. Another incident of the Prime Minister being heckled at an event, this time in Western Sydney. In a four-minute video posted to TikTok, a progressive activist, a self-described Labor supporter, Addison Wright, asked the PM for a photo before eventually launching into a tirade about support for bushfire victims. I just want to ask uh, one question, Sky Mose. Look, um, across, across the river, I hope you don't mind, I'm just recording. No, why is it recording? Sky Mose, across, across the river here, across the Nepean River, people lost their houses, people lost their houses, and they were burnt. You're a disgrace! You are a disgrace! Police were called to the venue in Penrith with the 20-year-old asked to leave the venue. However, no charges have been laid. Scott Morrison is, is unlikely going to let it affect him, though, pushing on for a third day campaigning in New South Wales. Anthony Albanese is waking up in Melbourne this morning, where I'm told there will be another health announcement. And Taylor, George Christensen has announced he's not leaving politics. Yes, this is quite a bombshell announcement from the uh, former Queensland MP that was running for the coalition. He's abandoned his plans to retire from Parliament and he's instead running as a One Nation candidate. The rogue MP, who has been very vocal about anti-vaccination and anti-mandates, says he believes his beliefs match that of Pauline Hanson's party more than the LNP. However, it is still not clear whether he will contest his former seat of Dawson in Queensland or try and win a different electorate. Mr Christensen says he changed his mind about retiring after an outpouring of support. He will be formally announced as the candidate for One Nation later today. So. All right. Thank you very much, Taylor. Quarantine-free travel to New Zealand is back on and Australians are taking advantage. The first flight touched down in Auckland at around 12.30 this morning. Qantas says all of its flights across the Tasman today are fully booked. But travellers are being warned to expect long queues and delays at airports. Airlines are still battling staff shortages. And yesterday, Qantas sent out a memo calling for pilots to fly three international flights and a raft of domestic services. AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin has announced he'll step down as CEO at the end of the men's season. McLaughlin said he made the decision while watching the AFLW Grand Final over the weekend. The competition he helped establish in 2014. I could never have imagined when I started that the friendships I would take from the AFL would be by far the most significant thing I'd take from my time here. The league says it'll set up an executive search firm to help find a replacement for the outgoing CEO. Police are still on the hunt for a killer after a teenage boy was fatally stabbed at the Sydney Royal Easter Show. The 17-year-old off-duty ride operator died following a bloody brawl, which police suspect was gang-related. The victim's brother was taken into custody for allegedly taking part in the brawl. More arrests are expected. Someone's lost their life uh, at our house, um, and it's absolutely disgraceful. Security is being reviewed in response to the incident. The coroner will hand down a series of recommendations in coming months. Primary school students in Victoria could soon be ditching the masks in the classroom if COVID cases fall by the time they return from school holidays. 
The state's health minister has confirmed restrictions will be reviewed once the daily figures begin to dip. Meanwhile, South Australians can go mask-free from Good Friday, except in hospitals, prisons and on public transport. Queensland's health system is under renewed scrutiny after triple zero calls hit historic levels earlier this week. On Monday, there were more than 3,700 calls for help and more than 1,500 of those were Code 1 emergencies. The ambulance ramping crisis has worsened, raising concern over how hospitals will cope during winter when flu season begins. In his first remarks about the war in almost a month, Russian President Vladimir Putin says peace talks with Ukraine had reached a dead end. He also described evidence of Russian atrocities. President Putin's defiance comes as he pours more military vehicles, troops and weapons into the country's east ahead of a new offensive. The UK and US are investigating whether the Kremlin used chemical weapons in the Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Australia's Minister for the Pacific has sent, been sent over to the Solomon Islands on a crucial diplomatic effort. Zed Zelja arrived in Honiara last night for face-to-face -face talks with our neighbour over its new security pact with China. He'll share Australia's concerns about the agreement during meetings with top-level officials. Security video has captured a brazen ram raid on an Adelaide bottle shop. It shows the moment two thieves slammed a stolen four-wheel drive through the doors and helped themselves to hundreds of dollars worth of booze. They made a getaway and the vehicle was later found on fire streets away. Police are on the hunt for the culprits. Victims of the 2011 Queensland floods have been denied almost half a billion dollars in compensation by the state's High Court. A ruling that poor management of Wyvernhoe Dam partly caused the disaster has been overturned on appeal. We've had a lot of downs and now today is the biggest down. It's just, just disastrous. It's a bitter blow for the victims, many of whom have just experienced another flood disaster this year. If you have Coles baby spinach in the fridge, give the packet a very close look. A recall has gone out after salmonella was picked up in certain products. They have specific use-by dates and were sold in most supermarkets in Queensland, New South Wales and the ACT. You can take it back for a full refund. In the lead-up to Easter, there is a fierce battle underway to sell seafood. While the major supermarket chains are discounting popular items such as lobsters and prawns, the Sydney fish market says it also has bargains for that Good Friday feast. For our seafood industry, Easter represents a salvation of sorts. They've faced storms in recent weeks, some spiking prices and scarce supply. But fishmongers say customers can still find affordable seafood. You will see some increases, but not to, not to the levels that some people are, are suggesting. In fact, seafood is once again a front in the supermarket wars. The major chains enticing customers with specials, including for West Australian rock lobsters. The $22 rock lobster is back from Western Australia. It's a great quality product. So will the that? Look, definitely. There's, there's prices here that will suit all sorts of budgets. Among the seafood on offer, Eastern lobster for $80 to $90 a kilo, medium prawns for $26 to $29 a kilo, Atlantic salmon for $18 to $19, and snapper for $18 to $20 a kilo. Customers come for the selection and quality. This is the genuine thing. It's the choice. Everything's here. It's... But some say you pay for it. Supermarkets are a lot cheaper. Prices have skyrocketed, I'm not going to lie. 
Fishmongers say Australians are getting more comfortable with cooking different types of seafood. So if lobsters and prawns are too pricey, try something seasonal like squid or crab. These blue swimmer crabs are just $27 a kilo. While recent flooding has affected supply, there's more than enough to fill tables this Easter weekend. We've got an abundance of seafood in all stores across the country this Easter. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A rundown beach shack in Melbourne's southeast has fetched more than $5 million at auction. The five-bedroom property features rotten plaster, stained carpet and broken gutters, but it does have a stunning view. The buyer ended up paying double the asking price, setting a new property record for the suburb of Frankston. Quick check of finance now. The Dow Jones is trading 50 points lower. The Nasdaq also down in London. The FT100 fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 487 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Sen up above 100. The All Lords down 38 points and the ASX 200 down 31. On the commodities, gold is trading at 1,972 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 101 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just above 74 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is under growing pressure to resign after he was fined by police for breaking lockdown rules. The Prime Minister was given a fixed penalty notice following an investigation into illegal parties at Downing Street at the height of the pandemic. Mr Johnson is the first serving Prime Minister to be sanctioned for breaking the law. Chancellor Rishi Sunak has also been fined. Traffic surveillance cameras in the US have captured a shocking crash on a highway in Minnesota. A car travelling at high speed slams into a truck, sending it careering into a bridge. The impact causes the truck to burst into flames. Moments later, the driver scrambles to get out of the truck's cabin. Incredibly, he walked away from the crash with non-life-threatening injuries. Shoppers are paying more for fuel and feeling the effects of labour shortages and global supply chain issues, but it's not just about rising prices. The quantity of some products is shrinking at the same time. But a little savvy shopping can help you get what you pay for. When you head to the supermarket, the last thing on your list is time to price check every product. I've noticed everything has. Everything has gone up. I used to spend 50 but now I spend about 80 without trying. Buyers beware, your favourite items could be about to cost even more. They know people are price sensitive. People notice prices more than they do how much is in the pack. It's known as shrinkflation, a way of increasing prices by downsizing products, customers paying the same but getting less. It's cheeky in the sense that most shoppers don't notice. Cadbury was one of the first to do it, shrinking their chocolate bars from 200 grams to 180 while charging the same amount. Allen's lollies made the move last year. Cereals often get smaller too. Virtually every packaged item is a potential candidate for shrinkflation. Manufacturers blame inflation, rising fuel costs and supply chain issues, costing them more to make and distribute items. To avoid shrinkflation, shoppers need to rigorously read the fine print. Unit pricing is listed under the product cost, allowing you to compare like for like on an item's weight. If you look at the unit price, rather than the retail price, you can save up to 17% on your groceries every year. That amounts to just over $1,000 for a normal household. Smart shopping, saving your family big money. Kendall Gilding, 7 News. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. To sport now, and Paddy Ryder's two-game ban has been upheld at the AFL Tribunal after a marathon two-hour hearing in Melbourne. The St Kilda star suspension was upheld for his bump, which concuss Hawthorne's Will Day. The young Hawk will miss up to two weeks. In a to the Saints, coach Brett Ratton will miss this weekend's clash with Gold Coast after contracting COVID. For the second game running, Sam Kerr spearheaded another Matildas win over, Zealand, over New Zealand. Four days after scoring the last-minute winner against the Kiwis, the Aussie superstar was added again in Canberra. She hit a first-half double in the 3-1 win. Defense. Sam Kerr! a double. Simple as that for the Matildas. And Sam Kerr is smiling. Kerr has a record 59 international goals. Sydney FC's A-League finals hopes are hanging by a thread after Adelaide United came from 2-1 down in the 89th minute to win 3-2. It's Goodwin! Craig Goodwin has won the points for Adelaide United. Sky Blues are three points behind fourth place Adelaide, who have a game in hand. Melbourne Victory and Brisbane played out a scoreless draw. Novak Djokovic had a torrid time on his return to the ATP Tour in Monte Carlo. Uh, he, playing for the first time in two months, the world number one, showed flashes of his old self in an opening clash with Alejandro Davidovic for Kina. But Djokovic largely struggled, going down in three sets. It is a day Alejandro Davidovich for Kina will remember for a very, very long time. It's only the second tournament Djokovic played this year after being barred by many due to his vaccination status. Well, we know which sport Ash Barty won't be playing next. Ash dropped into Bells Beach today, but she says she hates the water and the sand. She shares a manager with Steph Gilmore, who's into round 16, chasing a fifth Bells title. I mean, I think I have the best teacher in the world, but one day she might get me out there one day. I'm, I'm very much a land dweller. Sally Fitzgibbon survived the elimination round. So too did Mick Fanning, to the relief of promoters. He surfed with a little bit of rage after his first heat as a 40-year-old wildcard. Yesterday was pretty embarrassing on my behalf. Just keep a little bit of that madness, maybe. Mick's son Xander is enjoying his dad's work. Fanning faces world number one, Kanoa Igarashi, in round 32. Taking a look at weather around the country for today, and southerly winds will spread along the eastern seaboard, bringing showers mainly to the northeastern parts of New South Wales and southeast Queensland. A trough in the northern tropics will cause showers and storms in the northern territory, while a trough in the west will bring some rain and storms to WA south and South Australia's far west. Around the capitals for today, a few showers for Brisbane, 26 degrees. 
Sydney showers 22. Partly cloudy in Canberra, 20 degrees. Partly cloudy in Melbourne and Hobart, both 21 there today. Sunny in Adelaide with a top of 28. Also warm in Perth today, 26 degrees. And a shower or two and possible storm in Darwin with a top of 34 degrees. And that's Seven's early news for this Wednesday, the 13th of April.